Hill. Is this on? The Miz and John Morrison want to take away my Money in the Bank contract in court. Objection! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What's Wrong With Wrestling. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Slamilton Hamilton. Uh, Joe Pisano can't be with us. He was unfortunately drafted to another show. He was. So uh, Some other podcast, which we can't mention. Right, because you can't be plugging in the podcast. Can't be plugging other yeah. podcasts. So, so it's a shame. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, I, I'm already working the deal. I've, I'm right. already talking to them. We're, we're working on a trade. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think I got to com- convince, like, future considerations. I think oh, I, future yeah. considerations? Yeah. So, That's something to consider. Yeah, so he should be here uh, by next week. And, you know, if that ever comes back to haunt me, they're like, hey, we want our future considerations. I'll just give him Josh. Right. Well, you that's know. the funny thing is I heard the trade for Joe and I'm like, you didn't you didn't say Josh's name. <laughs> what about Josh? <laughs> yeah, they didn't want Josh, but uh, future considerations, I can give him whoever the fuck I want now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Except any of these figures. None of the or figures. Or you or me. Um, yeah. Or Joe. Right. That pen. I might give him the Mets if they want the Mets one. Oh, they yeah. The they can now. take that. They, they can, can take, take Mets. that. It's yeah. fine. What about Ronda Rousey? She mm. ain't there no more. She's not there anymore, no. no. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, this was the, the draft. Draft. SmackDown, Raw, draft. Where nothing really changes. Woo! No NXT call-ups. None whatsoever. Right. This is how it went. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Mandy Rose has been traded to Raw. Yesterday. Mandy Rose <laughs> has been drafted to Raw. <laughs> what? What do you mean? How do you draft someone who was just traded? <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone's up for grabs. Right. Uh, Clearly yeah. everyone, too. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Raw picked was smart about theirs. Like, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to take the whole Hurt business. Yes. All of them. Right. And, and then they were like, we're going to take Retribution. We don't know how many members. <laughs> They're all ours, though. Yeah. And SmackDown's like, we'll take this one person. <laughs> Each time, just one. Yeah, we're playing fair. Makes no sense. No, it was. It's so bad. There's so much to say. Right. Like, there's no way I've remembered it all. I mean, I write down a lot of the stuff, but like, there's. I'm like, I know. Like after we record, I'm like, fuck, I forgot to, forgot to make this joke or something. But there's just so much. It's so dumb. Right. And you called it again. Yeah. The streak continues. Miz and Kevin Owens swap shows. The streak continues. Right, right. Every single draft. (laughs) Good God. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, so we're going to dive right in. But first, we have to thank two new people who signed up on Patreon. So we want to thank uh, Tom Izeski and Dangly Balls. Ah! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's his real name. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Good, good job. <laughs> I mean, good it job. could be. I don't know. I didn't ask. Did uh, Dangly Balls. Did you watch? Uh, I don't think it was this past week. It was the one with Chris Rock hosted Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they had like, they did the skit where there was like a super spreader. It, right. Outside the office of the name change. Yes. So was, in case you guys haven't watched it, some future names you might see. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Edith Puthy. Yes. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. Mike Rodick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yep. <laughs> or some of those others. Uh-huh. They're good. They're they're really funny. But yeah, Mike wrote it. Oh, someone um someone did that on my Twitch stream, uh like one of my last Twitch streams. Uh-huh. And they 
Uh, and like it was like, oh, this person follows you. And every time someone follows me, I'm like, oh, thanks, Matt, buddy. And it was one of those name things like dangly balls, except like I it like he tricked me and I said the N word by mistake. I was like, oh, you fucking asshole. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Like yeah. the first name was Nick. And, and then, yeah. And then I, I, I obviously don't want to say it again, but it was just right, like, yeah, yeah, it was. I was like, you fucking asshole. OK, yeah. So now I'm canceled on Twitch, unfortunately. Yep, I know. But uh, and of yeah. course they recorded. They're like, "I'm gonna blackmail you," <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it could be dangerous. So don't do that. Yes. Don't fuck with us. Uh, so yeah, uh, SmackDown starts with round one of the WWE draft. <laughs> and uh, who announces the pick? Who announces all the picks? GM Adam Pierce. Nope, nope, not him. No, not Pat Buck. The of course it's the second most influential chief marketing officer according to Forbes. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie has never influenced any decision I've ever <laughs> Although, had. And according to WWE, she's the most fe- uh, female, uh, like most influential female chief marketing oh, officer. She's the most female <laughs> chief marketing <laughs> officer also. Right. Yes. Yeah, imagine that. So, um, and again, the, this is how, it's the same setup they've had for a couple years now where Raw gets three picks. Because they're a three-hour show. Yes, yeah. and SmackDown only gets two each round. Right. But Raw gets the first and last pick of every round. Every single round. <laughs> so it's a snake draft for Raw. It is. <laughs> right. Raw they get, cleans house. They get two picks in a row, like, constantly. Right. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, it doesn't make any sense. No. It should go Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown. Okay, Raw's longer. Okay, then after... After it ends, then Raw just gets 10 more picks or however many they need in a row. Right, It yeah. shouldn't be all, like, because if they, if they did it correctly, then Raw could basically have almost all the champions on one show. Right, Like, right. they could if they wanted to. And they had opportunities to, and they fucking chose not to. They chose not to. <laughs> SmackDown had opportunities and chose not to. Like, right. Yeah. They don't want... Uh, yeah. They don't want... Um, you know the IC title. They want. Uh, they want. You know, twenty four seven title. Right. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Right. So yeah, <laughs> uh, Raw has the first pick, and they draft the indomitable WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Okay, that's a shitty name, like a yeah. shitty nickname. Right. Indomitable. The indomitable. Yeah. Just lame. Like, I think Jurassic Park, like Indominus Rex or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And then uh, SmackDown has the next pick, and they take Universal Champion Roman Reigns. So right away, it's like, okay. Okay, well, the titles aren't changing, friends. They're they're not going to put the red strap back on. Right. So then Raw selects uh, Raw Women's Champion Asuka. Smart. And I was just like, wow, these picks are going fast. Like, how does Stephanie just know what they're choosing right away? Seriously. So so the only way this makes sense is they did the draft hours ago, Uh and now they're just reading the results to us. Right. This is not how drafts... I don't know how they don't understand how drafts work in sports. No. I don't understand how they They did it right the first time. They had right. the war room. Yes. Yeah. Right. But, you know, clearly SmackDown won because they had a robot doing it. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So, uh, so, yeah, next up, SmackDown drafts Seth Rollins. So that's the first change. He's going to SmackDown. Is this his first time being on SmackDown? I think it is. Like being yeah, like part ex- of the SmackDown roster. Exclusively. Yeah, exclusively. Or at least for a couple weeks. Y- yeah, until he goes back to you know? Rome, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you might be right there. Yeah. 
And then uh, with the last pick of the first round, Raw drafts the Hurt Business. A four-man stable. Four-man stable. Smart. I mean, honestly. A four-man stable, and they get the United States Championship. Right. Or they keep it. come on. Yeah. They're like, well, we're going to take this one guy, Seth Rollins. (laughs) How do you you rebut to that, Raw? (laughs) Oh, we're going to take the stable of four guys who also come with a title. Right. Oh, shit. So Kayla interviews Seth Rollins backstage. Um who already knew he was drafted to SmackDown, I guess, because he was there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's happy to move on from the Mysterio family. I think we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, at least there's that. That's not going to come back to bite us later. <laughs> Let's move on. Next up, we have Big E uh, versus Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match. And uh, before the match, Michael Cole said, With a win here, Big E can become the locker room leader. What? <laughs> Is that how that works? Yes. You beat Sheamus. So Sheamus is, was the current locker room he was. leader? He was. Why isn't it on his little nameplate when he comes out? <laughs> right. Making his way to the ring from Ireland, the locker room leader. Yeah, right. What's like the worst loss Undertaker's ever had? Like who did? Who's like someone shitty that he lost to? Like so whenever Great that... Kali. <laughs> so Great, Great Kali beat him. I guess Kali was the locker room leader. Correct. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I have to say some things. <laughs> then the translator guy has to just talk for him. Yeah, he just chops everything. Yeah. So uh, Biggie goes under the ring for weapons, and he finds two giant bootios. Uh, like, what a callback. We haven't seen right. bootios in forever. Yeah. Like, can you still even buy bootios? Are they no, still a no, thing? No. I still have the cereal box. Yeah. I got it at uh, Mania in Dallas. Unopened? There wasn't cereal. Oh, that's right. There was no cereal yeah. at the time. That was before they were selling. We probably cereal. would have eaten it on the way home. <laughs> way. I'm hungry. <laughs> so uh, they take turns hitting each other with kendo sticks, and they fight to the back. Uh, it was actually, for the most part, a good match, right. which you know you usually don't get from Sheamus. Right. But that's why you know when it's like a brawl type match. Yeah. That's when you know it's good. Uh, Sheamus dumps flour and eggs all over Biggie because he wanted to make a Biggie pancake. See it right there. I just said it was a good match, and then I mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, Biggie grabs a wooden broom, but then he hits Sheamus with the bristles instead of the wood. Ooh, could get some splinters. <laughs> Those could eventually get infected. Oh, man. Yeah, just yeah. like the zombie movies where it's like you get a scratch. Right. Sheamus could be infected and yes. have to, you know, go to the pharmacy and get some <laughs> antibiotics. We're going to have to remove that. Mild all. inconvenience. Yes. Yeah. So they fight in the parking lot, and Cole says, We all know what Seamus is capable of doing on cars. Mm. Guess what I'm capable of doing in cars? <laughs> I've proved it. What's that? Jerking up. <laughs> oh, well. We've all proved that. We, yeah. Uh, you know, you get in a long car wash. Yes. Board. <laughs> uh, two minutes? <laughs> Challenge accepted. I might go twice. I beat the timer. <laughs> I, I lapped the timer. That's, that's the beat the cock challenge. <laughs> yes. uh, so Seamus gives Big E white noise on the windshield of a car, but Big E kicks out. Seamus then puts half of Big E's body inside the car and then slams the car door into Big E's butt multiple times. Mm. Uh, it's weird. I remember this being a good match. Yeah. Uh, Seamus then puts Big E into the trunk and tries to slam the trunk on Big E's arm, but Big E blocks it with his leg. Seamus goes for the brogue kick, but Biggie moves and Seamus kicks the trunk door off. But then in the end, Biggie gives Seamus the big ending off the car and through a table for the win. Hmm. Yeah, random parking lot table. 
Which the the yeah. That must have been like the valet's table. Yeah. And the big ending, to do that through a table, like Biggie's taking the whole table. Literally. <laughs> That's, he That's not a good cha- move. Biggie put himself <laughs> through the table with Sheamus's help. If it was a tables match, Biggie would have lost. He would have. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. So backstage after the match, uh, Kofi and Xavier Woods, dressed as security guards, surprise Biggie. Woods is back and he's cleared, and they tell Biggie that something's missing, and that's the SmackDown tag titles. Oh boy! Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Jay Uso in ring promo. Jay wants to know what stipulation is for the Hell in a Cell match against Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman interrupts on the Titan Tron and tells you know Jay, stop embarrassing yourself. And then Roman tells Jay, all you had to do is acknowledge me as your tribal chief. So for the first time ever inside Hell in a Cell. It will be an I quit match. The fuck? That's the biggest stipulation right. in I WWE thought, like, history. It was be like loser cuts their dick off or something. <laughs> the biggest stipulation in WWE history. Yeah. An I, I quit match I in quit. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Now is it like I quit the company? Or I quit this match or I quit SmackDown? Yeah. And can here's a question I have. Right. Can Jimmy run in and throw the towel in again? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> If the towel says, like, if you <laughs> write, I quit on the towel. Yeah. No, you know. They'll, Read the they'll, towel. They'll pull a uh, a rock mankind, I quit match. Oh, or, like, they like, record them before. Yeah. Although, it's, although then, like, they'll find out Jimmy said it yeah. in the recording. And then they'll Doesn't start count. Jimmy and Jay's feuding. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Next up, we have round two of the draft. Raw drafts AJ Styles. Even though they traded him to SmackDown five months ago. That's right. They didn't want him then, but they want him now. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, you look at... They got jealous. They're like, look at all he accomplished on SmackDown. Hey, what did he do? <laughs> did he do anything? He won like a shitty tournament. Like a really shitty tournament was, to become the IC champ. He was IC champ for like 10 minutes. And then he, last, oh, he lost it 10 minutes later. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. AJ Styles. Welcome to the red brand. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, SmackDown gets Sasha Banks, which thank God because if Sasha beats Bailey, right, then Raw gets both women's championships, right? Yeah, the SmackDown women's championship could have been defended on Raw. It could have been, yeah. And this whole time, Raw could have just drafted. Uh, ba- well, no, I'm sorry, Bailey was not available until the until Raw. That they had right. two draft pools where only these people are available one night. Yes. And these people the next night. So people wouldn't point out like, why would you pick someone who's not the women's champion right. when you could have women's champion? Of course. Yeah. So Raw then drafts, their next pick, Raw drafts Naomi. Right. Feel right. the glow. Right. Naomi. Let, let's put some context into this real quick. Yeah. So night one of the draft, the available titles you have... Are the Raw Women's title, yes, the WWE title, uh-huh. and the Universal, yeah, and and the twenty four seven. No, that oh, that went I, Monday. Oh, that right, that did. So all the secondary titles, right, went Monday. Yes, yeah, all the titles they don't give a shit about. <laughs> right, yeah. So Raw drafts Naomi. SmackDown takes Bianca Belair. I like that. Naomi went before Bianca Belair. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and then uh, with the last pick of round two, Raw drafts the women's 
Tag team champions, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Right. Which, you know, it's funny because they... Why wouldn't they do one and one? Like, SmackDown's <laughs> like, well, we draft Shayna Baszler. Well, we got Nia Jax. Well, they're champions. So yeah. They're on every show. Well, they could be on both shows because they're the champs, but they never are on SmackDown. They're ever, never on SmackDown. Ever, so, okay, ever. might as well keep them on Raw. Next up, we have an AJ Styles iPhone promo. He says, I should have been the first pick for SmackDown for what I did for that brand. What? Um, I guess he meant in like 2016. Yeah, that's when, what when he, he beat yeah. John Cena. Yeah. Uh, however, he's glad to be away from Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn. Um, and that's I feel like that's one thing. Like, like if Drew McIntyre retains the title from Wharton, which I'm not sure he will, but if he does, maybe he fights Styles after. That would be cool. You know, that would be good. Yeah. Like that's one thing that you could that actually. Is something positive from this stupid draft. Right, yeah. It's like, well, you could have that match at a pay-per-view. That would be good. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Next up, we have Miz and Morrison versus Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle. Sure. Riddle just has new partners every week. Every week. You know? He's got new bros. Yeah. He's got a stable full of bros. New partners every week. He better get tested. Uh, this feud <laughs> got started on Twitter. For more than COVID, right? Yes. <laughs> This feud got started on Twitter, and Cole read all the tweets to us. Oh, thank you, Cole. Yeah. Because we needed that. And Corey Graves told us that today is Jeff's one year of sobriety. Which sure. is like, sure is that is. kayfabe sobriety? Right, sure it is. Sure. Or is this like a year to the day where he last got arrested for drunk yeah. driving or something? Yeah. Please clarify this. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Riddle hits the bro Derek on the Miz for the win in under two minutes. Mm, mm-hmm. Miz and Morrison. <laughs> Miz and Morrison. Yeah. Uh, Hey, hey, no, no. After the match, we have a we have a huge return. Oh yeah, yeah. Lars Sullivan comes out with his new shitty generic rock music, like everyone else is getting. Yes. (laughs) Another like he had another like another wrestler with a he had a good song. It was Mm -hmm. very creepy. The intro is still the same. Yeah, it's still the. It's just the same. It's like if you played Keith Lee's music, Lars Sullivan's music, and like Ember Moon's, like I wouldn't know which fucking song is which. No, 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 no. So Lars takes out Riddle, Hardy, and Miz as Morrison watches outside the ring. But Lars is back. I don't even know how long it's been. Too long? It's been. Like he got injured and then he was going to come back, but then the. Then someone found out he was in that porno, yes. and then he just didn't come and back for a while. And then they found out like he was like hate speeching, yeah, on the interwebs, yeah. Um, but in case in case W was like, well, maybe it's been long enough. People forgot he was in that porno. Uh, no one forgot. No it was all forgot. over social There's media. There's still memes about it. <laughs> it was all, all over the time. social media. So I was in uh, the A and W root beer T-shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking about this. So you know they've been changing songs. You know that were done by CFO Money. Yes. Glorious by Bobby Roode was <laughs> done by that. Yeah, it's probably That's gonna be gone soon. Probably. Oh man, which he's booked into the dirt anyway. So does it really so matter? Who, but who cares? Yeah, yeah. He's not glorious. No, no. he's definitely not glorious anymore. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have round three of the draft. Raw takes the one and only jobber, Ricochet. Oh, yeah. One and only. only. SmackDown, uh-huh. yeah. SmackDown drafts uh, Jay Uso. Now, they could have drafted both Usos. They could have. With could've. one pick. 
Yes. They could have gotten... Just like Raw's been doing. Yeah. Two guys with one pick. Nope. Fuck it. Jimmy, fuck Jimmy. He's never going to... He's never coming back. No, he's never coming back. Yeah. Why not just take him, though? I mean, you're not... like what. Right, he can be his manager. Nope, we just want the one. Yeah. Raw drafts Mandy Rose. Now, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are a tag team now. Correct. But according to the rules, they were listed separately, so I guess they couldn't take Dana Brooke as well here. I don't know. But then SmackDown drafts Ray and Dominic Mysterio. They are not a tag team. Right. They've tagged, like, once. Yeah. Like, Myst- yeah. like Dominic's tagged more with Umberto Carrillo. Why but it's his it- gag. <laughs> it's his gag. It should have just been the Mysterio stable with the mom and the daughter there, too. No, they got drafted to Raw, right? The mom and daughter? <laughs> yeah. They got drafted to Raw? Right. So they're on SmackDown. The daughter got drafted to Pornhub? Something <laughs> like that? Yeah, you wish. Phew. So the Mysterios are on SmackDown, which means the feud with Seth Rollins continues. Yeah. So Friday night, he's not the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah. Friday night. Messiah. They'll just, there's no creativity. It's just. Friday night fryer. (laughs) Shave the circle. It'll just be the the Friday night Messiah now. Oh. Yeah. I bet, right? I mean, yeah, it makes sense because Monday night, two M's. You didn't, the oh the Friday Night Father, I'm the Friday Night Father. Mm, I like that. <laughs> I Has like the little collar, the white. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sacrilegious. Uh, so with the uh, last pick of the third round, Raw selects Miz and Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Who just lost a tag team match in two minutes? Yep. Two minutes, and they're yep. like, "Get them. We need those guys. Fuck both both Usos. Both yeah. Usos." Let's take one Uso. I can't uh, wait to get John Morrison in Raw Underground. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Ray and Dominic are so excited to be on SmackDown because they, they want to kick Seth Rollins' ass some mm-hmm. more. Okay. Yeah, let's just keep that going. Uh, next up, we have Sasha Banks versus Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Sasha has pyro now, so that's cool. Yeah. She also had new white and gold ring gear. Right. So she looks good. And then uh, this basically went down, like we said. Like I was like, it's either going to be a DQ early on, or like she attacks her before the match. But three minutes into the match, Bailey gets herself disqualified by hitting Sasha with the chair. Right. Yeah. So false advertising. Boo. Uh, Sasha. What were you expecting? Of course. Sasha gets the upper hand and tries to do to Bailey what Bailey did to her with the chair, but Bailey escapes and runs away. And then later, Sasha cuts a promo backstage and challenges Bailey to a Hell in a Cell match at Hell in a Cell. So it's confirmed three Hell in a Cell matches. <laughs> All of them are going to end up being Hell in a Cell <laughs> matches. Maybe. Seriously. Next up, we have Cesaro and Nakamura versus Kofi and Xavier Woods for the SmackDown tag titles. Woods hits Nakamura with the elbow drop off the top rope, and they win. They're the new champs. Nine-time tag champs. Yeah, they tie. So, they're tied with the Dudley. What did they? What did they do to earn it? Yeah, they returned. Yeah, they returned. Yeah. Who did Cesaro and Nakamura beat for those titles? Was it? New was Day? it New Day? Maybe. Yeah, it was because yeah, there was that tables match a few months back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So their rematch clause went a few months. I thought there wasn't rematch clause. No. Take him at take Not him as so a guest. Not so much. Yeah. So Biggie comes out to celebrate with his bros, and then we have round four of the draft. Yes. And Raw drafts 
The SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Kofi and Xavier Woods? What? Now, they could have drafted all of the New Day. They could have had all three. But I guess they don't like Big E? I guess not. That's racist, Raw. Yeah. It's racist. Um, so, again, doesn't make sense. And per the rules, it says you could draft the New Day altogether. They just want Woods and, and Kofi. Yeah. Big E sucks. Yeah. So, SmackDown, knowing that Raw clearly doesn't want Big E, mm. like they could literally sign him as an undrafted free agent later. Because right. why wouldn't Raw just take Big E there if they could? Right. SmackDown takes Big E next. There's this, it makes no sense. Right, yeah. It makes no sense. It doesn't. Um, so this is, you know, this is the New Day split that we've always wanted. You know, this is... Well... <laughs> no, of course not. Well... Yeah, this is the split. No one turns on each other. It's just, right. uh, hey, I gotta go here. I gotta go to this show. Okay, uh, I'll see you next week. We'll still share entrance music? Yeah. Of course. And then when Kofi and Woods come out, it'll just be a generic Big E... In showing them, oh, like going, it's, there's not going to be any more. Oh, now they're like now they just come out to it's a new day. Yes, it is. They're going to get Lars Sullivan. <laughs> he's he's going to be like, have you ever heard a nightingale? <laughs> yeah. So next up, broad drafts Dana Brooke. Now imagine, imagine drafting Dana Brooke. Just imagine. Just it. imagine that. Dana Brooke is drafted. Imagine going to someone with a straight face and yeah. saying, we need to draft. They should have cut Dana backstage Brooke. and Manny Rhodes, and she's like crossing her fingers. And then they're like, broad drafts, Dana Brooke. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I guess I'm in the stupid-ass tag team. Horrible tag team. Uh, then SmackDown drafts Otis. And again, they could have taken Tucker as well. Could have. But, you know, fuck this. Fuck this dumb shit. Tucker later goes to Raw, like in the supplemental draft. <laughs> right, in the... The social media the version. The not good enough for main <laughs> primetime draft. Not even... You're not good enough to be mentioned on television. Nope. And then uh, the final pick of the fourth round, Raw drafts Angel Garza. So he stays on Raw. Mm. Uh, backstage, Heavy Machinery are going over some legal terms, and Otis is butchering them. Which is irrelevant now, because they're not a tag team anymore. Right. And then someone walks up and hands Otis an envelope, and Tucker tells Otis uh, Mrs. Lawyer is following a continuance so that it can draw this out and drain you dry. Hey, I got an idea. Mm. Hey, Otis. Hey. How about, you know, you just fucking cash in the briefcase tonight. Right. And then they can never take it from you. Ever. Like, you're going to lose it anyway. Plus, you're going to Raw. Yeah. Or they're going to Raw. Right. So, yeah. Be done with it. I mean, cash it in. You're gonna whenever whenever you cash it in, you're gonna lose it anyway. Might as well just cash it in before they take it from you. Maybe <laughs> there's no way he's beating Roman for that thing. No, or McIntyre. Someone would have to beat Roman, and then Roman would have to beat the shit out of him, and then Otis would have to come out. But that's not that's not happening. No, that's too much. <sighs> so it was a bad idea to give him the briefcase in the first, you know. Right, right, right. He was never going to win. Could have kept it with AJ Styles. He was yeah. in that match, right? Yeah. He was? Yeah, AJ's the one that fumbled it into Otis's arms. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, because <laughs> then AJ could have taken it to Raw with him. Right, yeah. Cash it on McIntyre. Yep. So finally, we have Kevin Owens versus The Fiend. Earlier in the night, Alexa walked up to KO backstage and said, let him in. Mm, and then... Let her uh, in. Exactly. 
So KO attacks the Fiend as soon as the bell rings, hits the cannonball, but the Fiend gets right up. The Fiend gives Owens a Uranagi on the announce table and then a sister Abigail into the announce table. Yeah. Uh, back in the ring, the Fiend snaps Kevin Owens' neck. Dead. He's dead. <laughs> and that's the show. A uh, minute later, Owens is fine. He super kicks the Fiend three times in a row, followed by two cannonballs, a DDT outside the ring, and then a frog splash off the apron. All right. Owens trying to get a count out win, but the Fiend gets up. He gets back in the ring. Or he actually gets up, so Owens goes back outside the ring. The Fiend charges. Like an idiot. Yes. The Fiend charges, but Owens tries to counter with a pop-up powerbomb on the announce table, but they, they fuck it up. Somehow, like, they mess it up, so then they do it again, but it's just a spine buster this time, but the Fiend goes through the table. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens gets back in the ring. The ref counts, but the Fiend gets up and back into the ring before 10. And then the, in the end, the Fiend gives Owens the mandible claw. But Kevin Owens hits the stunner, but the Fiend no-sells and keeps the Mandible Claw locked in. And then uh, the Fiend gives KO another Uranagi, and he pins him with the Mandible Claw for the win. The lights go out after the match, and when they come back on, the Fiend and Alexa are both standing face-to-face on the stage. They take a look at Owens, and then back at each other. Yeah. And that's the show. That's it. Yep. I mean, we all know KO is losing. But, like... That was that might have been like the best fiend match, right? Like ever. Yeah. No, it was good because <laughs> like he did no sell a little bit, but it wasn't like to the point of insanity, like eleven curb stomps or correct. I'm gonna hit you with a toolbox or sledgehammer your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't anything stupid. It was like a believable match. Yeah. For the most against part. a you know a demigod. Or yeah. Something. Uh, so under Raw, we start off with a Randy Orton in-ring promo. He says he's going to beat McIntyre at Hell in a Cell, become WWE champion. So McIntyre comes out to the stage, and he's like, I made a promise that every time you were in the building, I'm going to kick the crap out of you. So McIntyre attacks Orton. They brawl for a little bit, but then uh, Orton retreats. Yeah. We'll come back to that. <clears throat> then we have uh, round one of the WWE draft. Night two. Night two, round one. Yeah. Round one of night two. Round one of yeah, night two. Makes no night sense. two, round one. Uh, with the first pick of the night, Raw drafts the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Smart. So he's now on Raw where he should have probably been the whole time. Sure, yeah. SmackDown drafts uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. Thank God. Oh, They yeah. needed that. Uh, Raw keeps Randy Orton. And then SmackDown takes the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. So we'll get back to that later. See how they fix that issue. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Raw takes uh, Charlotte Flair, reminding uh, us that Charlotte Flair is still a thing. Bottom right? Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Did I tell you about the thing I saw on Twitter? What? Uh, like someone tweeted at her. They're like, where have you been? Because mm-hmm. stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she's like, I'm not even going to dignify this and drag you through the dirt and you know. Well, but she did respond then. She so responded. You, so you did. Yeah. She did dignify it. Exactly. Got <laughs> That's him. not how that works. Yeah. You, you can't be like, I'm not even going to respond to this. Well, you just you responded. Did. Yeah. You typed it out. Next up, we have Alistair Black versus Kevin Owens. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. But now it's a no disqualification match. Yeah. In a best three out of five? I guess so. Which, which Kevin Owens has won every match. He has. <laughs> Uh, so KO gives Alistair a DDT onto a chair, 
Goes for the pin immediately. Alistair kicks out. Seems legit. Yeah. He's, He's the fiend. The fiend. <laughs> uh, Alistair jumps off the top ropes and gives KO the double knees through four chairs. But mm. KO kicks out. Of course. He's the fiend too. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, Owens gives Alistair a stunner and then a powerbomb through a table for the win. I wish it would have been a pop-up powerbomb. Yeah. But, but still, at least he did it. You know? Uh, we're still waiting for that heel turn, though, Kevin. Yeah, totally. Hopefully on SmackDown. Yeah, and we're still waiting on this feud, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Because Owen won again. Owens won again, so... That's right. Alistair's like, I'll get you eventually. Before Kevin Owens, Alistair has won every feud. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, pretty much. So, all right, round two, Raw drafts Braun Strowman. Mm. So now he could be on Raw Underground if that ever comes back. Which he has been doing for it's, the past two months. But it's been three weeks, no Raw Underground. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Braun's on Raw now, although he has a Universal Championship match against Roman Reigns this Friday. This Friday. Exclusive to Raw. <laughs> okay. The first chance they get. They're already just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, next up, SmackDown drafts Daniel Bryan, and Stephanie calls him a B-plus player. Thanks for reminding us about that, Stephanie. Yes, thank you. Raw takes Matt Riddle, and we'll have more about that later. SmackDown gets Kevin Owens, and, you know, that's when it was like, oh, yep, the streak continues. Yep, yep. And then uh, Raw selects Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have uh, Miz TV with Miz and Morrison. They make fun of Heavy Machinery being split up now that Tucker's on Raw, and Miz takes credit for that. Maybe Tucker will fuck Mandy, and then... Sure. Yeah. She's like, I thought you were cuter anyway. <laughs> right. So their guests for Miz TV are Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and uh, they have matching clothes and awful new tag team music. Yes. Some more generic bullshit. And they're both like, muscles! Yeah, right. <laughs> Mandy tells Miz, you're making people miserable. Uh, they bring up the dual brand Battle Royal, which will determine a number of contender for the Raw Women's Championship later. Did she say you're making people miserable or you're making people Miz? Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, Natalia and Lana come out, and Lana claims Natalia will win the Battle Royal. They talk trash. They start fighting, but Mandy and Dana stand tall, and we go to commercial. I was fully expecting a tag team match uh, right after that, but right. no, thank God. We're not having that tag team match. Yeah. When we come back from commercial, though, we have uh, Miz TV. Okay! 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 <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. We're still here. Two Miz TVs in one night. Yeah. Back it, to back. There wasn't one on SmackDown, right? Uh, no. Okay, because that would have been way too many Miz TVs right. in a short span of time. So Miz's next guest is John Morrison. They start Why? doing some... Bullshit interview, but then Lars Sullivan interrupts and murders Morrison while Miz runs away. Yeah. Which, it's, that's what happened on SmackDown, except he murdered the Miz. Hey, thanks, best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, backstage, Adam Pierce tells the New Day and the Street Profits to swap tag team titles because those are blue and those are red. And here on Monday Night Raw, we're red. <laughs> Not blue. You guys swapped those belts, bro. Like, how unimaginative. Uh, so I made this joke on the podcast like a year or two ago. I remember I said it during one of the draft episodes. I was like, one, I was like, one of them, like, you know, 
Like they do this, and then it's like, what do we do? Oh, here you go, and they just swap belts. They they did it. Right. They, yeah. They literally did it. Yeah. <laughs> Quit so, listening to our archives. Yeah. WWE. <laughs> so Dawkins hands Kofi his red belt and says, "Treat Patricia right." Uh, bottom right. Who are you? Yeah. So that's Dawkins' girl, which means he's been regaling that belt. He has. He's been dropping loads. I would uh, definitely wipe wipe that. Yes. Yeah. You know what? We'll just spray paint our belts red. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Here's a can of blue paint. Do it so, again. like, it's just like, you know, what does uh, Woods call his trumpet or uh, trombone? Oh. Um... I forget. He's got a nickname for it, though, obviously. But it's like, it it just felt in that moment that Dawkins was just, like, stealing Xavier's idea there. Yeah. Like, oh, I named my belt. The fuck is this trombone? It's a, oh, God. Now it's, yeah, okay, you gotta Google it. What is it? Francesca. Right, Francesca. That's right. Yep. So anyways, the belt swap is complete. uh, But then Rude and Ziggler walk up, and they're like, hey, we're still owed a tag title match. Because we beat the Street Profits in a six-man tag last week. They're like, hey, we're still employed. (laughs) (laughs) We're still here for now. And uh, Kofi and Woods grant them a title match for later. Round three of the draft. Okay. Raw drafts. Retribution. All 17 members. Retribution. Mm. Who want to, and I quote, destroy WWE from within. Yes. Retribution, who have uh, thrown of cocktails at the generator. Yes. They have assaulted cameramen, ring crew people, just committing so many crimes. Raw wants them. They need them. You know what? We want you on our show. Well, I mean, they did sign them to exclusive contracts a couple weeks ago. Exclusive contracts where they could do whatever they want. Yes. Um, But then sometimes certain people that are in Retribution will just disappear and never be seen again. Right. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. She and is not a part of Retribution anymore. They never said it. Nope. It's just now in the graphics, she's not there. No. She's not. She's no longer a part of Retribution. No. Like, yeah, we got one. Yeah. We got one lady. So whoever's running Raw, they just clearly want Raw to end. Clearly. And, uh, thank, yeah. I thank that person because yeah. it should end. Right. Next up, SmackDown takes Lars Sullivan... Raw keeps Keith Lee, SmackDown keeps King Corbin, and then Raw takes Alexa Bliss so that she could be with Mr. Bray, the friend. Mr. Bray. Mr. Bray. Next up, we have a uh, Seth Rollins in-ring promo. Wild card! <laughs> yeah, he was, wow. he was drafted to a... Our first wild card already. Yeah. Wow. He was drafted to SmackDown on yeah. Friday. Why is he here? He's already here. Rollins tells the virtual crowd that this is his last night on Raw. And uh, they're losing the greatest leader, and he doesn't know who can replace him. So Jeff Hardy comes out and says, like, yeah, I was trying to find someone to be a leader, and that is most certainly not you, so get out of my ring. (laughs) Trying to find someone to be a leader, not a dealer. (laughs) Right. So Jeff says, I've been drafted to Raw, and you're on SmackDown now, so really it's my ring. Well, really, it's the same ring because you're all in the same fucking building, but whatever. Yes. So then Seth says, uh, you should be focused on your match against Lars Sullivan on Friday. What? Wait. What? Jeff was drafted to Raw. Yes. And he's going to be on SmackDown. Braun's going to be on SmackDown. 
Like we said, none of this matters. None. They're already breaking their own fucking... Immediately breaking the rules. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Breaking their rules. But it's the season premiere of (laughs) SmackDown. Yeah. The season premiere. So if this was the season finale, this is a pretty shitty season finale. It really is. Yeah. No cliffhanger. No. You know, no reason to want to. Nothing gets resolved. Nope. No. No. No hints for season for the next season. Right. No after credit scenes. (laughs) (laughs) So Rollins starts to leave, but then AJ Styles comes out making fun of Jeff, but he also tells Seth, get to stepping. Uh, This was never Monday Night Rollins, anyways. So Seth uh, gets in AJ's face, but Jeff attacks both of them, and then he has an idea. AJ, me and you still got business, man. And Seth, before you take off for SmackDown, I'm going to prove to you that Raw is in good hands. I hope both of you in a triple threat tag team match right now. Yeah, now go find partners. <laughs> what? How did he screw that up? Because uh, that's all he's used to. Everything's Friday. always a... Tag match. I think Jeff celebrated his one year of sobriety. By getting... Having a few drinks. (laughs) By getting (laughs) shit-faced. High as a motherfucker. He's like a triple threat tag team match. Right, Matt? Right, Blair? Right, Matt? (laughs) Matt? Where did Matt go? Delete. Where Who deleted Matt? Brother Nero. (laughs) (laughs) Or he just imagines he's right next to him. Right. Right, Matt? And And then Jeff's just like... Ah, wonderful. <laughs> what the fuck is Jeff doing? Right. Look, there he is. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Triple threat tag team match. Are uh, they a tag team? or are they? Yeah. <laughs> um, The tag, the, the, the hot tags in this match, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Totally. So Jeff hits AJ with the twist of fate. Mm. But then a guitar smashes over Jeff's back. And it's the return of Elias. Yep. Jeff hits the twist of fate, guitar to the back. AJ then immediately pins Jeff for the win. AJ like barely sold the twist of fate. Mm. It's like twist of fate, guitar, and then AJ's like, oh, cool. Yeah, he's oh, dead. Oh, cool, I win. Well, I mean, twist of fate didn't finish it. He didn't finish anymore. It's just time bomb. Right. Yeah. Even though it's a fucking cutter. I mean, come right, on now. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, at least Elias is a heel again. Now he's a really dumb heel. Because backstage, Charlie Caruso asks him, like, why'd you do that? And he says, this is payback for Jeff Hardy hitting me with a car. Charlie tells Elias, well, it wasn't necessarily Jeff Hardy. You know, everyone fucking knows it's Seamus. Right. But Elias doesn't want to hear it because he's a dumbass. Correct. So. He's like, no, it's Jeff Hardy. I yeah. know it. I know it in my guy. <laughs> right. Uh, so round four of the draft, Raw drafts Elias. They're like, oh, right. He's, he's a thing. Oh, he's here? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yep. They could have taken the Intercontinental Championship this whole night. Whole night. But they let SmackDown do it. They yeah. get IC champ Sami Zayn. Okay. Raw takes Lacey Evans. SmackDown keeps Cesaro and Nakamura. So now they could face the Street Profits. Oh, right. They already did that. Um, mm, like a month yeah. ago, they did that. Yes. And then Raw drafts Sheamus. So I guess he's not je- done with Jeff Hardy. Right. So we have Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Elias in the same show. Who are all, all feuding with Jeff Hardy. <laughs> AJ, Sheamus, and Elias yes. versus Jeff Hardy every week. Yep. Next up, we have uh, Mandy and Dana versus Natalia and Lana. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. 
They were all out there earlier. Yep. Then they didn't have the match. I was like, oh, thank God. And then they still had the Saved match. Saved for a week. And then in the beginning of the match, Dana does the stupid scissor pin move to Natalia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The okay. same one from last week. Clearly Looks- a lot better this time, though, oh, right? Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, she had a week to practice. I can't it. believe they let her do that again. I can't believe, like, Vince saw it. And, like, didn't fire on the spot right there. Right. Like, he saw it. He's like, well, everything everything checked out here. <laughs> right. My dick's hard. <laughs> right. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Hunter's your dick hard? Of course not. You're with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's crickets. <laughs> uh, I don't know about this. match is crickets. So, uh, Dana, Dana stands on Mandy's shoulders and then hits Lana with a senton for the win. After the match, Natalia tells Lana, this isn't working out. I'm done. And Natty walks away as Lana cries in the ring with her uneven lipstick. Just all over her mouth. Like a clown. Yeah. Like, she, like she's been doing. But yeah. Alright, next up we go backstage where Ricochet tells the Hurt Business, I want one more match against any of you. And if I win, you leave me alone. But if you win, I'll join the Hurt Business. And oh, Cedric boy. accepts the match. And I was like, oh, this is... Well, this is cool. At least they'll add another member. Ricochet could use it. Totally. Ricochet like, could use all the heel four turn. of them will interfere, you know, right. to guarantee that win. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Next up, we have Angel Garza versus Andrade mm. with Zelina Vega on commentary. Garza wins clean with the wing clipper. Yeah. And then Vega checks on Andrade after the match. Why, why, I thought she was done with them. She is. It's a friend. Is she? I think she's back with Andrade now. She is. So she checks on Andrade. I mean, they, they let her be a singles wrestler for two weeks. It's like... That's, that's a good enough trial. Like, yeah, she was... It wasn't a... Like, those weren't good matches with Asuka, but she's still better than Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Lana, Naomi. I mean, like, there's keep so going, many... Keep going. There's so many she's better... <laughs> Nia Jax. Like, I mean, there's so many people she's better than. Yeah, I know. Um, but okay, the, the lights go out. The red light comes on, and we see Alexa Bliss doing Bray's upside-down pose on the turnbuckle. Is that uh, bottom left, maybe? There you go. (laughs) Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, the Fiend appears behind Andrade and Vega. They turn around, and the Fiend grabs Andrade. Alexa grabs Vega, and they hit the sister Abigail at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Double bust nuts. Couple of them. Yeah. So, all right, at least there was something cool that happened on Raw. That was awesome. You know, this is going to be great. Uh, Round five, Raw drafts Nikki Cross. SmackDown takes Rudin Ziggler, which is who SmackDown traded to get AJ Styles. Yes. (laughs) So it's just back to normal. Yeah. They both, turns out they both hated that trade. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like, this trade sucks. Yeah. How can we remedy this? Yeah. Raw takes 24-7 champion R-Truth, because it's got to stay on USA. Yeah. And then SmackDown gets Apollo Crews, and Raw drafts Dabakato. <sighs> okay. R-Truth went before both of them. And Dana Brooke went before all of them. <laughs> right, like, yeah. Rude and Ziggler. Yeah. Robert Rude, Dolph Ziggler. Dana Brooke went before Nikki Dolph Cross. Ziggler. <laughs> Nikki Cross. Yeah. Maybe she'll turn heel and fight Asuka. I don't know. She's got to get Mandible Clawed first. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. She could turn heel. So next up, we have New Day versus Rudin Ziggler for the Raw Tag Titles. And 
they announced why draft them right before this match where now we know 100% they can't win. <laughs> right, yeah. You Do just swapped the belts. Right after. What if Root and Ziggler win, then they go to SmackDown. Oh, we need some new belts. Yeah, there's going to be two different tag team champions, two, two different teams on SmackDown that are tag team champions. Yeah. What? No. No. So, um, yeah, New Day comes out first. The best part was Woods singing along to Ziggler's music in the ring. That yeah. was awesome. But uh, New Day hits the midnight hour on Rude to retain, of course. Next up, we have Ricochet versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, Cedric hits the Mishinoku driver, but Ricochet kicks out, and Cedric like falls into the ref, and the ref dies. Yeah, dead, um, dead ref. MVP then slides a chair into the ring, but Ricochet gets it, and uh, the ref starts to get up, so Ricochet pulls an, area, an Eddie Guerrero special, Yeah, and uh, the ref falls forward and disqualifies Cedric. That was good. I like that. And this was, Monday was Eddie's birthday, so I guess that's why they did it. Yeah. But if you're not familiar, he had the chair, he hit the the you know map with it then tossed it to cedric and then he fell on the the ground and then he fell on the ground the rest like wait a minute yeah (laughs) the only thing i didn't like was the way ricochet fell he felt like a woman fainting he went oh he put his hand here and he went oh like what (laughs) like lacey evans (laughs) right yeah i must declare so ricochet wins which means no more hurt business they're not gonna mess with him yeah, but he should have been with the Hurt Business. That would have been much better. Right, like, so... What the, the fuck is Ricochet going to do the now? The conclusion of this was, like, every, like, underdog sports team... Right. ...were like, well, if we win, we get to use the field. <laughs> that, that was it. I don't... I just... Why did, why did Ricochet even get drafted so early when you know he's not getting pushed? Yeah, right. Like, what's he going to do on Raw now? Yeah. Who the fuck is he going to feud with and lose to? Yeah. AJ Styles again. Sure. That's he's already done that. Yep. Dabakato. Yeah, who we'll lose to Dabakato? For sure. Every single time. Yeah. Uh, so. the Miz and Morris. <laughs> yeah. You could beat them, I guess. They can have like a super parkour match. Right. Him and John Morrison. Yeah. All right, round six. We're starting to reach the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> yeah. Raw drafts. Get the scraper. Titus O'Neil. Who are you? <laughs> who? Titus O'Neil. Does anyone out there know when Titus had a match on television? Because nope. I don't know. Please help me. No. I mean, it's got to be like... They said he's the first 24-7 champion ever. Uh-huh. That might have been his last match. <laughs> and that was like over a year ago. Yeah, I think so. Like, what the fuck? Didn't he hasn't he even been there. to do something there. with the Hurt Business? No. Really? No. He tried to join New Day like a few years ago. Remember that? I don't think he was. I thought he fought. Against... He was like no. He was like backstage. Oh, he was at Raw Underground. He fought on Raw Underground. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so, but that's it. Like he hasn't had a match in the ring. He's just been backstage a few times. But yeah, Raw drafts Titus O'Neil. SmackDown gets Carmella. Raw takes Peyton Royce, and then just to prove to you how much Vince does not like Aleister Black anymore. Alistair Black. SmackDown gets Alistair Black. Titus O'Neil, Carmella, and Peyton Royce went before Alistair Black. Good God. Holy shit. Uh, So, yeah, the last last time he was on Raw was September 14th. Uh Uh-huh. It was Raw Underground. Yep. Um, And then... 
Main event, Monday Night Raw, April 27th against Bobby Lashley. <laughs> okay. Wow. April. That was his last match on Raw besides Raw Underground. Okay. Wow. So with the last pick of the night, Raw takes uh, Kira Tozawa. And they specify that they get all of his ninjas. All too. of the ninjas. Because yeah. he's got an army of ninjas. Right. Like, Drew Gulak. Did he get drafted? Nope. Not on TV. Not on TV. Yeah. Too hot for TV. Akira Tozawa. Yeah. My God. All right. Uh, next up, we have the dual brand battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. I like that they're, you know, we're, we're having matches to decide number one contenders. But it's like a battle royal every time. Unless you're Zelina Vega. Yeah. Um, unless you just declare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So they keep having these dual brand battle royals. Right. Like, how, like in the Attitude Era, that match between Jeff, AJ, and Seth, mm-hmm. that would have been a number one contendership match. Right. At a pay-per-view. By the way, I mean, dual brand battle royal. I could hit that a few more times, but you probably could. I probably shouldn't. No. Uh, Naya cuts a promo before the match, suggesting that everyone just throw themselves over the over the you know out of the ring because she's going to win anyway. And then Oscar was on commentary, rooting for her sexy, awesome friends Mandy and Dana, but Naya eliminated them early. One of those is correct. Uh, sexy, yes. awesome, right? Yeah, one of those. Uh, then everyone teamed up on Naya, and uh, Shayna helped them throw her out. <laughs> so Nia's pissed at Shayna, yeah. but she takes her anger out on Lana and gives her the Samoan drop through the announce table. Okay. Okay. Four. Four? Okay. Four weeks in a row. Yikes. Like, as much as I dislike Lana on TV, now I just feel bad for her. Yeah. I mean, clearly she's being written off. <laughs> she's probably leaving the company. Let's see where yeah, this yeah, goes. Yeah. So then they cut backstage and we see Orton and McIntyre brawling. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, back to the match. Bianca Belair eliminates Shayna, uh, but then the Riot Squad kicks her out. Uh, in the end, it's down to Lacey and Natalia. They fight on the apron. Lacey tries to hurricane Ron and Natalia off, but uh, Natalia catches her, swings Lacey into the ring post, and eliminates her. Natalia thinks she won, but Lana comes back in the ring because she was never eliminated, and she kicks Natalia out. To win the battle royal. So it's Lana versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship next week. Over under a minute. Ooh, under. 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 Yeah. So who's that match setting up for? For her next opponent? I don't know. Nikki Cross? Lacey Evans, probably. Maybe. She's on Raw now. Yeah. 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 Like I, I feel like this is only going to be to like humiliate Lana. Yeah, more. And then Nia will come out and be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> do the announce table again." <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, what? I mean, you people thought Vega and Oscar was bad. You thought Vega was a bad choice. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Just you wait. So after the match, McIntyre and Orton brawl ringside, but they're split up as the show ends. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you. All right, let's give some awards. Holy shit. Who, Jeff, are worst dressed? I had Lars. Lars in a big red diaper? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Sweep that. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty easy. Best dressed? Uh, I had Mandy Rose. 
All right. I went with Sasha Banks. I had Mandy Mo- Rose on like Ms. TV, like in the all black. Right. Yeah. yeah she looked good. Super hot. Yeah, I had Sasha Banks with her new ring gear. Okay. Should have saved the white and gold for when you're actually going to win the title. Come on. I mean, come on. How easy is that? Worst acting? John Morrison. Yes. yes. That is correct. That's a sweep. My God, is he awful. Yeah. Best acting? Uh, best acting was Alexa. Yeah. Mimicking the fiend. Yeah. No one had like a good promo on either show. No. Um, so I, I just went with McIntyre just because they're keeping him like a badass. I like how he just came out and wanted to kick Orton's ass. Like right. he really is their best booked baby face in a long fucking time. Yeah, he is. Worst comment? Uh, triple threat tag team match. That's too easy. Yep. Uh, did you have a best comment? I didn't, because like you said, like no one really cut promos. Yeah, nothing really made me laugh, or no, nothing was cool really. Mm-mm. That nothing was really worthy of winning. No. So I guess we'll skip it. Skip it. Worst match. Uh, Mandy and Dana versus Lana and Nat. Yep. Super slow mo. Uh, I went with uh, Rudin and Ziggler versus uh, New Day. Because right. you, since you already knew they weren't winning, right? It's like, well, why is this even a thing? Yeah, I went with the Battle Royal best yeah. match. Uh, I had that triple threat on Raw: the AJ, Seth, and Hardy. Yeah, I thought that was a good match. All right, I went with uh, KO and Alistair. I was good. I like the finish. Yeah, worst move: SmackDown not drafting stables. <laughs> really bad there's no moves for the second week in a row i went with dana's scissor spin scissor spin and that will continue to win as long as she does that correct because yeah. i'm sure that's happening next yeah. week best move double sister abigail that is correct yep worst moment or segment ms tv that's really bad there either was, of them i mean like i was it was like god <laughs> it was between that raw drafting retribution so they could just because they're suicidal, I guess. Right, right, right. But I went with Lana winning the Battle Royal. Yeah, that's that's a bad moment. Really bad. Yeah. Best moment or segment? Alexa hanging from the ropes. Like the up to, up, yeah, upside just, down thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Alexa and the Fiend, that whole thing was So great. good. That was so good. do you think she gets a mask? No. No. Why? You can't Don't want to cover that face up? No. It's too cute. So cute. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right, so we'll get to breaking news. Okay. Uh, Drew McIntyre has been very vocal about having uh, certain dream matches of his lately. Mm. He recently said he'd like to have a match with Roman Reigns to unify the WWE and Universal Championships so that there's just one main champion. Nope. Uh, that's not happening. But uh, at the New York Comic Con panel, Triple H said, or this is the WWE New York Comic Con panel, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, Triple H said, I don't want to see that match yet because I think in a few years it could be a Hulk Hogan flair scenario or a Stone Cold and the Rock scenario. Okay. I mean, I like McIntyre. Yeah. I'm glad Reigns is a heel. Right. But on no way are they on the level of Stone Cold and the Rock. No. That's right. ridiculous. Oh, and by the way, you want to see McIntyre versus Roman Reigns? Uh, go back to 2019 where they fought each other 20 times. Yeah. Just go watch that. Yeah. Where Roman won every single match. Didn't they fight at WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They had a WrestleMania match. They did. Like, Stone Cold and The Rock had multiple feuds, but you did it because it was amazing. Yeah. Like, first they feuded for the IC title. 
than the WWF title, but you did it because they were the two biggest stars, like, ever, and it was awesome. And great, and two of the best guys on the mic ever, too. They just made gold every time. Roman versus McIntyre, no one wanted to see any of those matches they had. Like, I get it, McIntyre's booked better now, Roman's a heel, so it's a little different, but still, yeah, right. we've seen the match plenty of times. Yeah, we know what they're capable of physically. Yeah. Uh, McIntyre also said he wants The Undertaker to come out of retirement so he could face him in a bar brawl. What? Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Ever? And then uh, Wade Barrett recently said the only match that would convince him to come out of retirement is a WWE Championship match against Drew McIntyre. Barrett cut a promo about how he'd embarrass Drew just like uh, when they were roommates. He used to bully him. McIntyre responded on Twitter saying... Stay behind your desk, Grandpa. Your stand-in has a better chance than you do. Jesus. Which, if you watch TakeOver, they yes. used stand-ins for Wade Barrett and Beth Phoenix. People who look nothing like them. Two random people were sitting next to Tom Phillips. It was so fucking weird. It, it really was. I don't know why they did that. Did you watch that Drew McIntyre thing after, uh, what was it, NXT? No, I didn't. Uh, so they were t- they uh, I was watching some of it, and uh, at one point, Sheamus and Wade Barrett and Drew McIntyre were all like training together. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. They used to call Sheamus like SOS, uh, Sheamus Osasani or s- something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, also, WWE had a watch along during uh, SmackDown for draft reactions. They had Seth Rollins on after he was drafted to SmackDown. And he was asked about the possibility of wrestling Matt Riddle. Rollins said, I've got no interest in facing Matt Riddle at any point in my career, all right? So he can go to Raw as far as I'm concerned. All right? Um, Well, uh, Riddle did go to Raw. So maybe Rollins had something to do with that. And people are speculating that this has to do with Matt Riddle's wife. Um, I think it was like November of last year. She posted a picture of Becky Lynch on Instagram calling her and the other women wrestlers skinny, jiggly, fat. You remember that? No. No, I remember that. Like, uh, she posted a thing on Instagram how, like, the women wrestlers need to work out more, and she posted a picture of Becky, like, from behind. Yeah. Calling them skinny, jiggly, fat. And I remember at the time we made jokes because Matt Riddle's wife is, like, China. She's super buff. Like, you don't even look like a woman. Oh, right. (laughs) Don't treat me like a woman, because I'm a man. <laughs> right. So that's, that's, uh, that could be one of the reasons why he doesn't like Riddle. Yeah. Um, some yeah. other fan on Twitter was claiming that he like had dinner with Riddle one night. I don't know if it's true, and Riddle was talking shit about Seth. They, but... they had too many drinks, and yeah. you know, one thing led to another. <laughs> right. Also, uh, Lars Sullivan, uh, you know, he just returned. Well, a personal trainer on Instagram released uh, screenshots of Lars contacting her. Like, apparently he paid her for, like, yoga tips or something like that. Uh-huh. And then uh, it went from, like, oh, thanks for that. Oh, you look great, by the way. And then he uh, asked her for booty pics. He was like, hey, do you have any booty pics? Yeah, it was, it was like, wow, thanks for that advice. I re- Let me see your ass! <laughs> I mean, like, you know, obviously yeah. shouldn't have done it, but, like, right. it was just, like... He literally said, like, you have any booty pics? Yeah. And then she was like, I'm going to refund your money, and I'm blocking you. And uh, so, yeah. But nothing's going to happen to Lars. I mean, if nothing happened the lap for the other things. Right. 
I mean, they well, they did suspend him for the racist stuff and the homophobic stuff, yeah. uh, and they fined him $100,000, but that was a while back. Right. But, man, yeah. that guy pulled out the tarp, unfurled the hose, yeah. got some soap, and just slid into her DMs. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, no. No. Also, Eric Bischoff revealed that he recently did interviews for two episodes for Dark Side of the Ring Season 3. Ooh. And uh, those episodes were for uh, Brian Pillman. They're going to do a Brian Pillman. Oh, episode. man. And uh, New Japan's 1991 show in North Korea. Interesting. Which I didn't even know about, but yeah. I, they did a show in North Korea. Flair fought um, Anoki. Is it Anoki? Maybe, yeah. Like, he's like real, you know, older guy, but obviously. Right. But, he was yeah. like the, the guy of New Japan. And I looked it up, and, like, Wikipedia didn't have anything controversial about it, but I imagine because it was in North Korea, that should be an interesting episode. Right, yeah. I heard they're also doing a Jake the Snake Roberts episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which is cool and all, but, like, if you watched the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, you Uh know the story. Yeah. Like, that was such an amazing movie and documentary, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm still interested in seeing this episode, but... Right. Yeah. You got any news? Uh, no, I don't. All right, rumor time. Rumors! Kevin Owens wins back the Universal title? Maybe! Balor Club to finally get a second member? Too sweet! Brock Lesnar willingly works a full schedule? No chance! Next year's WrestleMania will be in Saudi Arabia? Confirmed! So PW Inside reported that WWE has extended the deal with the Amway Center through November, which uh, surprised me a little bit because NXT is having fans. Right. Because they're at the performance center. Sorry, the Wrestling Capital Center? Capital Wrestling Whatever center? Whatever they're ca- calling it now. Yeah. 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 Um, and knowing Vince, you would think he would want fans as soon as possible, and you could do it in Florida. There's no restrictions in Florida right now. Right. So I'm kind of surprised. Maybe he was like, I spent so much damn money on those fucking screens. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta use them, damn it! Yeah. So I don't know, yeah, but extended through the end of November. Uh, Cultaholic is reporting that someone's returning to WWE, a former wrestler. Uh-oh. No, it's not Melina. It's Eva Marie. <laughs> All read everything. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and she's also hinting... At this on Twitter, she's like, ooh, can't wait for Monday Night Raw, blah, 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 blah. She was bad in the ring. She was worse on the mic. So the only thing going for her is that she's hot. But this isn't the Attitude Era. No, it's not. Like I would say make her a manager, but no, she's bad on the mic. Yeah. So sorry. Unless you're going to have brawn panties matches again or make her a Raw Underground stripper. Right, yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with her. I don't know. It's not It's not good. Nothing. Backstage reporter? Uh, yeah. Maybe they need strippers for Raw Underground. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, I'm trying to pull up quick trivia, so I was like, okay. half listening. All right, well, that's all I got for rumors. So, all right, uh, well, that's the sh- No. <laughs> do you have trivia? Yeah, I pulled up some quick uh, Hell in a Cell trivia. Oh, not even Marie? Eva Marie uh, pulled her ankle or pulled her hamstring. And tits no, fell out. No longer. <laughs> tits fell out. <laughs> or tits fell out. That was the best yeah. moment of her WWE career. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Hell in a Cell trivia. Uh, 
All right, so we all know the first. Better not be last year's (laughs) Rollins and the Fiends. Yeah, sorry. Right. Uh, We all know uh, the first Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Yeah, we do, Undertaker. That's right, that's right. And I won the first Hell in a Cell match, Undertaker. I also won the first Iron Man match. I also won the first Elimination Chamber match. And that's all I can remember right now. (laughs) Kept his eyes on the prize. That's when he could. Right. Okay, so... Uh, that match was a singles match to determine the number one contender. Yeah. So the WWF title was not uh, on the on the line for that one. But the first time that it was in that year, it was defended twice in a Hell in a Cell. Uh huh. Can you tell me those matches? Wait. Hold on. They were. You're saying there was a year. Where the WWE Championship... The first year it was defended in Hell in a Cell, it was actually defended twice in that year. The only way I have a shot is if you tell me the year. Okay. Give me that. I need the year. 2000. 2000. It was defended twice, and that was when they only had one champion. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck. So it was like three, almost three... 2000, 2000 was the one they had the six... The the like six man Hell in a Cell, right? Uh huh. I don't know everyone in that match. Yeah. Okay, Undertaker and Rikishi, because everyone remembers that spot. Okay. Uh, was Triple H in that match? He was. Kane? No. No. Triple H. I mean, um, they're pretty obvious answers if you think about title players in the year 2000. The Rock? Yeah. Kurt? Yeah. Oh, right. Isn't that the Rock promo? Yes. All right. Yeah, that's the Rock promo. Um, Booker? No. Come on. You went like this. I thought you went five time. Uh, Stone Cold? Yeah. Oh, okay. I forget. That's that's, Yeah, okay. That's when he came back. Yeah. So that was the second match of the year. What was the first match of the year? Mm. Basically, the first time the title was defended in Hell in a Cell. Uh, Triple H versus The Undertaker? No. No, 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 that was a WrestleMania match. Oh, it wasn't Hell in a Cell, though. No, there, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. It was, but much later. I'm yes. thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Triple H was one, right? Uh-huh. And Mankind, Mick Foley? So Cactus Jack? There you go. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, uh, the title was defended for the first time February 27th, 2000 at... Uh, no Way Out. It was then defended later in the year at Armageddon. What? No Way Out? What are these? Pa- you mean Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So some quick trivia. All right. That's good. Again, I didn't get to watch pay-per-views back then when I was a kid. Right. So it's hard for you. Like, you know, I probably never saw that Hell in a Cell match, the six-man yeah. I should watch that. I'm sure it was good, right? If you're going to watch it, we might as well make it a Patreon episode. We should, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be like Stone Cold's only Hell in a Cell match, right? I think so, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Who won- Wait, who won that? Did Stone Cold win it? Uh, No. Um, Triple H? Kurt Angle was the champion, and he retained. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And that was just like one pin wins it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's so say who pinned who. No. <clears throat> Rikishi, probably. Yeah. 
Because he was dead. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, fan questions. That was good, though. That was that was good. Suck it, Joe. <laughs> Hope trivia is going good in your other show. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jatinder Singh. You know it's 2020 when Lana won the main event of Raw. That is that is very true. Oof. That's depressing. Justin Stewart. Other than Drew, what can you say is the best thing about Raw? The Hurt Business, right? Well, no. Now that The Fiend and Alexa are on Raw, it's got to be them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But not much, not much else. Jake Baker, why would a supernatural deity like The Fiend or rebellion group like Retribution care about a draft or even follow the rules of appearing on their respective shows? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, that's, that's, what, that's the joke I made about Retribution is now that they're signed, right. they're going to go from you know, just doing whatever they want to tagging in and out of, of tag team matches. Of course. Because <laughs> they're so badass. Follow the rules if you want to keep a job. Yeah, which, by the way, they lost their first match to DQ. Right. Think about that. And they weren't even on Raw. No retribution. No. They haven't been on there since they lost. Well, no. The last week they revealed Mustafa Ali. Oh, that's right. That's right. But, but like, wasn't he supposed to like yeah. give an address about it? Yes. I guess he got cut. Someone. He, you had to have six rounds of draft. Someone. It's funny how, how fans are on Twitter, but someone on Twitter was like, like, what the hell, Ali? You were supposed to give your explanation tonight on Raw. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, imagine you wanting something so bad and someone takes it away from you. (laughs) So even though he's getting a push being like the leader of a group, he's still like being vocal like, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah. Vanguard 2, what's worse, wrestling since the pandemic, Godfather 3, or The Office after Michael left? Ooh. I never saw Godfather 3. I only saw the first two. But it's got to be wrestling during the pandemic. Wrestling during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten better since they went to the Thunderdome. Like, it seems like they're trying harder. I mean, the shows still aren't great, but we do have The Fiend and Alexa, which is good. Right. McIntyre and Orton are good for the most part. Yeah. It's going on a little long, but... Right. Uh, I mean, Godfather 3, it is what it is. But, I mean, a lot of people shit on The Office after Michael left, but, like, that season with Robert California was amazing. It was so funny. Uh, that's um, James Spader. James Spader, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was still good. It just obviously wasn't as good, right? You can't. Well, and you, know. you sent the thing uh, with D'Angelo where he was actually where someone Joe did, the, yeah. J- but that, that was balls. great, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, Tyrone Grizz, uh, if I could see Naya put Lana through announce table every week, I'd be so happy. Well, four weeks well, in a row, you've been a pretty happy guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was gonna love it too, but now yeah. I just feel bad. Right. Uh, if you would like to be that happy, send one dollar to Happy Dude. <laughs> well, he was. It's funny. He was quoting Clyde from South Park because there was an episode where um, Cartman finds out about Tourette's, so Cartman fakes Tourette's so that he could just curse all the time. Uh huh. So like he's at school and he calls Mr. Mackey. He's like he's like uh, he's like suck my balls, Mr. Mackey. Oh, sorry. And then he just walks away. And then Clyde's like. If I could say suck my balls to Mr. Mackey, I'd be so happy. <laughs> like something like that. It's really funny. You see the one where he's like, I, I get Asperger's. Asperger's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Swizz, the all-time draft. He says it's our best ever podcast. Okay. The top 10 was Austin, Flair, Savage, HBK, Hogan, Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, Sting, and Bret Hart. Yeah. Where would Jericho fit in this group? And can you see any other current wrestler one day making the top ten? First of all, 
we might have we might have to do this again because Jericho's not in the top ten. Right. First of all, Jericho and Mick Foley replaced Sting and Bret Hart on this list. Yeah. Easy. Like I remember that I drafted Sting, and then later I was like, "Why did I draft Sting? <laughs> Why that the early? Fuck did I get Sting? Like, like he the- could have easily gone round six. <laughs> yes, they all got drafted before Jericho and Foley. That's yeah. insane. That means we've got to have a fourth, which means we have to have Josh. Which well, means we, we, no, we don't have to have a fourth. <laughs> you know, just because we did a four last time. Yeah, I guess we could do it again. Someone could pay some money if they want to join us. Yeah, maybe taking bids. <laughs> Send your bids. To yeah, you. I remember I, I had the first pick. I took Austin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I I took Macho because Joe took Hogan. Yeah, and Joe got it was a snake draft, so Joe got Hogan and Tri- and Shawn Michaels. Oh, because he was last. Yeah, because it was four of us, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll do another one. But yeah, that's on patreon.com slash what's wrong with wrestling. Haha, check it out. Check that out. Dashing Dan uh, ranked these Michael Cole catchphrases from slightly annoying to totally infuriating. Oh my, are you kidding me? And then, uh, could it be? It is. Uh, All of them are totally infuriating. That's what King John Thomas said. He said it's a three way tie for last place. It is. Yeah, Matt Sillett. Uh, do you guys think Alexa Bliss should have an alter ego like the fiend that she switches into? I mean, she does. Like, yeah, she again, like we said, she doesn't need a mask, but she yeah. she acts normal and then she snaps. Right. The real question should be when does she show up on Firefly? Yeah, Funhouse? that's got to be like this Friday because yeah. it's the season premiere. Right. Does she get a puppet? What if she was just a puppet on there? <laughs> no, she's got to be on there. That, that'll be good. Yeah. Carlos Ramirez, Push Fireberry, Sam Raimi, Spider Man characters. Emo Peter Parker, Mr. Uh, Dickovich, and Mr. Aziz. Clearly you push Mr. Dickovich. Clearly. Yeah. Where's my rent? <laughs> uh, bury Mr. Aziz and fire Emo Peter. Who's Mr. Aziz? Was that the, the owner? pizza the, owner? Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought, yeah. <laughs> uh, Minnesota Nice, I feel like after watching the women's tag team match, we are back in the Divas Division era. Do you think Mandy Rose is going to get lost and forgotten? I mean, she kind of is already. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not far from that. They're never going to win those Women's titles. evolution. Right. Um, uh, King John Thomas, can we agree that this year's Survivor Series main event would be uh, Team Roman Reigns and the Usos versus uh, Ray versus the Mysterio family? Oh, Ray and his two sons, Dominic and Seth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Steven Barber, so me and the wife gave up on WWE a year ago. Stupid storylines and not great wrestlers getting pushed, uh, getting a proper push. I've noticed recently there may be an upturn in events, all things WWE. What do you guys think convince us to start watching it or not? Well, not all things WWE. There's yeah. a, like we said, a couple things. Right. Yeah. Just do what we used to do before this podcast came along. Just fast forward. Watch it on you know? Yeah. Just watch highlights. You can get through it in 15 minutes. Yeah. I think uh, on YouTube, they do a top 10. Their yeah. top 10 moments. Right. You'd watch yeah, that. Just watch that. And then if you see a segment, watch the whole segment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Ra- just listen to us. We'll yeah, give you everything listen. you need. Yeah, that's fine. Zaheen Rahman, WWE. Like, you know, like I've said before, we're the, we're the uh, Mr. Skin of wrestling. Yeah. We'll tell you the good parts, and then you can go watch them. Yeah. Exactly. 
Zaheen Rahmed, uh, congrats to Stephanie McMahon for working to fight racism, sexism, and homophobia. And now, here's Lars Sullivan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Pat on the back. Yeah. Ravishing Rick Moranis. So what storyline are you now uh, most looking forward to uh, seeing on a new night now that the draft's over? Uh, Owens versus Reigns. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I know. I mean, Aleister Black went to SmackDown. So it's going to be Owens and Aleister again. (sighs) (laughs) Macho Man Randy Average, if you were the new booker with Big E, how would you push him? And do you think he's capable of being a main eventer? Uh, Sure, you could have him beat Roman. I don't care. Yeah. You know, he could win the Rumble. Why not? Right. Pop Culture Junkie, Push Fire Berry, wax Stacey Keebler's legs, give a full body massage to Alexa Bliss. Or paint Tori Wilson's toenails. I guess this is for Joe. Who wants a body massage? I mean, yeah, you clearly the body massage. Yeah. You have to put your hands all over her. The rest, the other two aren't really that sexy of no. a thing. No. Like wax Stacy Keebler's hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> At least you'd like, you get to touch them after and like, okay, I think we're done. Oh, wait, we have to do this one again. Yeah. We, we missed this spot. Right. So I guess that would be Barry, but um, yeah, push the body massage. Yeah. Bottom massage. Scott Hansman, Triple H stated that he believes Roman Reigns and McIntyre is on the level of Rock and Austin. I think he's an idiot. Do you think we'll ever see star status of that caliber go one on one again? If so, what superstars do you have in mind? I mean, not right now. Wrestling's at an all time low in terms of viewership. Yeah, it is. So I don't know. I mean, it's so bad. It's like, how do you even bring it back at this point? Yeah. You know? Like MJF is one that could be a huge star if right. wrestling gets. It's back like they into say, the never go full retard. And you, That's right. Retard. Uh, Dan Hankinson, just once, I want to hear Cole say, "Could it be? Could it be?" Oh wait, no, no, it's not him. It's not. Never mind. False alarm. <laughs> Sorry. And then uh, John Fortes, uh, why is everyone deathly afraid of Lars Sullivan? He's not even that big. Six three, three thirty. Miz and Morrison spent a month messing with Braun Strowman. That's true. But this dude who's five inches shorter and 50 pounds lighter has them rattled. Lars is awful. Totally, totally. He looks scary, though. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's Plus, he says scary things. (laughs) Yeah. Would you ever ask a nightingale? Yeah. So uh, there was... I forgot to bring this up on news. Uh, Uh There was more drafts after, you know, on Raw Talk. Yeah. So... On Raw, they acquired Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado. Okay. Also, they not ac- Kalisto? They got Lana. Oh, good. And Riddick Moss. Whoa. And get ready with Bonham, right? Arturo Rujas. Uh, Who are you? Yeah. yeah. That's a Raw Underground guy. Yeah. And then uh, SmackDown got Shorty G. Who are you? Natalia. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. And the Riot Squad. Oh. So they're a tag team on a show where they don't have a tag team division. Correct. For the women. Yep. yep. Are they the only woman tag team on SmackDown? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? There, there. Seriously? Because Peyton Royce got drafted Raw. Yeah. Well, they're split up anyway. I know. There's no other women tag teams on SmackDown. No. They literally have There's no other do. women tag teams, basically. Right. I mean, what, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Stupid. 
That's awful. Yeah. My God. Well, let's end this shit. That's the draft. Next week are the season premieres for both shows. Oh, yeah. That should be a good show. <laughs> so, yeah, until then, make sure, you, uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Check out our website, whatswrongwithwrestling.com. Like the show on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Wrong Wrestling. Get a t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash whatswrongwithwrestling. And become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash whatswrongwithwrestling. You get the Wednesday Night War recaps. You get the pay-per-view recaps. All the brackets, the the we just we just did a draft that's way fucking better than this bullshit. Yeah. So go check out our draft where we even include AEW uh, wrestlers, and we give you a match card at the end. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, where yeah. Joe breaks all the rules. So right. go check of that course. out. Patreon.com/slash What's Wrong with Wrestling. Bye. See ya. Just a troll. What's wrong with